Hey friends, welcome back to our time together today. Uh, I don't even know what we're calling it at this point, but uh, <laughs> but it's our daily update and time together with our church families. And, and I'm standing here with Kurt again. We are right now north of Jerusalem in the hill country called Samaria. And most of you would recognize that name from a story in the book of John. Kurt, tell us, th this, this site, is yeah it covers all of biblical history yeah we we've we've had a moment here today just talking about the biblical significance of this site and it's impossible honestly we've been listening to our tour guide who's been a wealth of information and we're just kind of swimming right now but yeah. just to give you some of the the the, the mountaintops uh, for the site uh number one a abram remember abram was called out of the early chaldees spent some time in haran his dad died came down here to Shechem. That's what you're looking at here in the, right in the background. Us. Shechem. And this is where Abram built that altar and uh, commemorated uh, the name of God, the call of God upon his life right here in Shechem. And then we move from Abram. Let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, Jacob. And then I'm going to let you talk about Joshua. Yeah. So, uh, so then Jacob, uh, remember Jacob's sons got some trouble here. Uh, Levi and Simeon, and you can read the story. It's uh, it's rated PG-13. Uh, but right here, Joseph actually went looking for his brothers. Remember, Jacob sent Joseph out to look for the brothers. Showed up at Shechem. He wasn't here. He got directions, went to Dothan, ended up getting sold into slavery. So there are some significant things that happened in the Bible right here in Shechem. So Joshua, uh, at, at the conquest of the land, was instructed by God to come to this place, to stand on this mountaintop, half of the tribes, half of the tribes across on the other mountaintop with the priests in the valley below, with the Ark of the Covenant. And it was here that they were commanded to renew their covenant with God. The blessings and cursings. One would read the blessings, the other side would say amen and, and vice versa. Just a, a, a wonderful renewal. Uh, think about it. They had been in Egypt for 400 years. They had spent 40 years in the wilderness. And now crossing the, the Jordan River, God had told Moses to tell Joshua, when you get over here, get here. And I'll tell you, when they defeated uh, the people of Jericho and then Ai, uh, they made a beeline right here to renew that covenant. And then, of course, to me, uh, two New Testament stories, one in, in the book of Acts, one in the Gospels. But to me, the, the central story here is the story of Jesus and the woman at the well because Shechem and Sychar, probably the same place, but Jacob's well is in the same place. Mm -hmm. Remember John 4, when Jesus talked to that woman at the well? Mm -hmm. that, that well, by the way, is right in the background of this video down in this valley. And uh, Jesus went to Samaria. Samaria. Samaritans were hated, despised by the Jews because they were the remnant of people from the conquering of the Northern Kingdom that intermarried with pagan peoples. And so they were half Jew and half other uh, kinds of, of uh, Arabic descendants. And, and they were despised racially. They were ostracized. And really, uh, that they made this mountain their place of worship. Uh, they still decided to have a monotheistic uh, devotion to God, uh, the God of, of Israel, but they just set up their own place to worship him. And Jesus came to this region, uh, not to curse or despise them, uh, but really to proclaim salvation, to proclaim the gospel, because he was on a rescue mission. And this is where he changed that woman's life. She went 
and told the whole region. And this is where Jesus said, the fields are white unto harvest. In other words, our, uh, he was not magnifying the historical differences. He was redeeming the hearts of people in this region, yeah. despised people, impoverished people. Right, true worship is not a matter of location, especially for New Testament believers. It's not a matter of there or there. Uh, Jesus said, the Father seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth. And that was what Jesus taught. Uh, right down the hill here behind me, the disciples didn't even ask him a question. They, they wondered why he would be t even talking to a Samaritan woman. And Jesus had to lovingly chide them and say, listen, I sent you forth to reap. Lift up your eyes, look on the fields. They're white already unto harvest. And the woman went back to the town and said, come see a man that showed me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? I found Messiah. And they came, they came. Her testimony was so demonstrably uh, passionate and, and sincere that people just had to check it out. Reminds me of the maniac of Gadara. I wonder if my testimony, I wonder if your testimony is that compelling. And then just, and I know we're just touching on these stories, but then some years later, the church has been founded, Pentecost has taken place, the early church has been persecuted, people are scattered, and Philip, one of those first deacons there in Acts 6, Philip comes to Samaria. God led him here and he preached and great things happened. You can read about it in Acts chapter eight. I mean, uh, the church exploded in Samaria. There was a, a revival happening here of people believing the gospel, believing Messiah. And then I love that story of Philip because God just basically told him to walk away and go to Gaza, which is far south of here, where he led one man to Christ. And what I marveled about Philip was it wasn't about a particular location or particular size or scope of ministry. It was about obeying uh, the leading of the Lord. He went to a racially despised, ostracized people group that most Jews wouldn't have wanted to go to. And he had thriving success. And God said, now go to this one Ethiopian, the CFO of Ethiopia. And that revival happened in this region. And uh, so it's just amazing. Yeah. The redemptive story of God that has unfolded right where we're standing. Absolutely. And a reminder that uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus came unto his own. His own received him not, but as many as received him. To them gave he power, the spiritual right, the prerogative to become the sons of God. And here we are in Samaria. You, you were with us last week in Caesarea where we saw the conversion of a Gentile. Here are the Samaritans. Hey, red and yellow, black and white. Uh, Jesus loves you and their salvation in Jesus alone. So I hope that encourages you on this Tuesday. Thanks for joining us from Mount Gerizim and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.